No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. Have you ever listened to fish? Out of a fish. That you got from Electric Fish Lights? Shit! The National Motion (laughs) Picture Association and uh, Academy of Arts and Sciences has given Electric Fish Lights the John B. Sidebender Award for the most creative and fantastic lights on the planet. So that was you, not true. Uh, who said? Me. Look, look it I up. said it. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> but what is it true, sounds true is that John B. is cooking up some dope-ass lights over at Electric Fish. You know what they have there, over there? Mm, where's Thor? Thor. Over Thor? <laughs> over Thor. Over Thor. Uh, I'm go. not sure where that they is. They have... <laughs> These lights that are made with these little pieces of plastic. It's called IQ lights. I wonder if they're recycled. And it stands for interlocking quadrilateral. It's a system made up of 30 interlocking pieces that can be configured into 15 different shapes. And then when you take those shapes and you add them together, it's pretty much endless what they can do. So you figure out what you want them to design and they'll build it. They do any shape, color, size, and all lamps come fully assembled and are ready to be plugged in when they arrive. And what's really cool, like you said, they're made from upcycled plastic. So think like milk jug plastic. That's what these things are made out of. And they come with a 12-foot cord, a 12-year energy-efficient, safe-to-leave-on LED light bulb, and a hardware kit to hang the lights. So this is not some, like, you're not just getting some bullshit. This is the real deal. This is, like, I think hanging these up, like, in the easy up at a festival, Jasper has two of them in his room and loves them. <laughs> Night lights for your kids, and they can be used outdoors. So what uh, Electric Fish Lights does is they make custom designs for people that give them ideas for their lights. So you can go to in- the Insta- their Instagram. It's at Electric Fish Lights or the website www.electricfishlights.com and check out what I'm talking about. And they're doing a promo for the No Simple Road family. If you put in the promo NSR when you check out you're going to get 10% off 10% guys mm-hmm. gals and any NSR family member that orders a light with the color changing upgrade gets a limited edition special promotional print no simple road 
So, and oh, I've said wow. before, you want the upgrade. Get yeah. the upgrade. Yeah, the upgrade really is Because if you don't, everything. you're just going to want to add it afterwards, and then you yeah. missed out on getting it in the first place. Yeah. Then you got to like go through the whole shipping thing again and do do the whole do. So, and and it's where a 12 year light bulb. That's awesome that the LEDs now like And it's indestructible. These are some sturdy, hardy like pieces that you can have. So add it to your fun time, your festival time when that happens again, your bedtime, your, your cute you little. Could, you could even get an all white one and have it be classy. Yeah, that looks amazing. Like as a you know yeah, drop like at the dining one. room. Or mm-hmm. we have. We're gonna use ours tonight for our celebration. Sweet. So go to at Electric Fish Lights on Instagram or www.electricfishlights.com, and when you check out, put in the promo code NSR, and remember get that upgrade, and you'll get a free No Simple Road poster that is a collaboration between us and Electric Fish Lights. Support the No Simple Road family as sponsor. Define Premium Cannabis happens to be one of our sponsors. Yay! Yay! Premium Cannabis. Uh, Define has two. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> right on. Uh, but they have two locations: one in Forest Grove, and the other is in Hillsboro, which is where Apple works. And you yeah. should see when you go over there. Apple comes out. Have you guys ever seen like the the um, Masons <laughs> Parade when the when the Shriners have those little cars and the Fez hats? Apple comes out of the back room in one of those little go kart things with one of those Fez hats on with a magic wand, and he touches you on your third eye, and then the kind of herb that you need or product that you want comes out of your mouth. And I did have a pet monkey, but they made me not bring that to work anymore. Yeah, that's that's not sanitary, especially during COVID. So he had a little fez cap too. He did. Go over <laughs> to the location in Hillsboro, the one in Forest Grove. Take your time over there. It's a lot. There's a lot happening on those shelves, man. Apple is responsible for buying all those products, and I'll tell you what, they have exactly what you need. No matter if you smoke, if you wipe it on yourself, if you eat it, if you drink it, if you inhale vapor of it, they've got it. So go over to Define premium cannabis in Hillsboro Forest Grove. Tell them you are part of the No Simple Road family. You'll get 10% off your purchase and a free t-shirt. And a free t-shirt. Great t-shirt. And take care of your head. Shop tour bus. Shop, Shop tour bus. bus. Shop tour bus. <laughs> Me and Apple, well, I went out of yeah, order. You guys blew it. We, so it's, we didn't blow it. We brought it. We brought it back around. Yeah. We're yeah. coming around. Yeah. The, it was a solo duet. <laughs> <laughs> Folks over at Shop Tour Bus are hooking you up with a new sticker pack, you guys. It's sticker Fun. pack number nine. It is on the way. It is the Rose Bus, Fire on the Mountain, Broke Down Palace, St. Stephen. These are four-inch vinyl die cuts. They are water-resistant, and they are badass. This little Rose Bus is so cool, man. And they are embroidering them on hats, and they got the stickers. And remember, Shop Tour Bus is the world's finest Grateful Dead-inspired merchandise on the planet and any other planet. I'm guessing other planets in the universe and solar system don't have Shop Tour Bus level of coolness. No. In their, they in may their be cool, world. but not that cool. Mm-hmm. And it's going to come in a hand-designed box with a Grateful Dead lyric on the inside, a bootleg tape, all kinds of extras, and you're going to get free shipping because you're part of the No Simple Road family. Put in the promo code No Simple Road when you check out. That shit's going to come to you for free. And you know what? Those guys over at Shop Tour Bus are our friends. Yes, our they family, are. And we love them. Go check them out at shoptourbus.com online or, whoa, what did I just say? At Shop Tour Bus on Instagram or shoptourbus.com online. online. There it is. I'm high. Yeah. Thanks. Bye. Hey, coffee companies, give us free shit. This episode is brought to you by coffee. Cool. Hey, guys. Hey. Osiris up? Media is putting out this brand new original weekly series called Past, Present, Future, Live. It's dope as shit. Dude. It's really awesome. Apple, what's it about? Well, it's artists talking about 
that about the past, present, future, live. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a weekly show that tells the story of artists' music journey in four parts. Not three. Makes sense. Yeah. Past, present, future, live. Oh. Maybe that's where the name came from. That does. Oh. That makes sense now. <laughs> I hear this one's pretty it's, bad. It's a conversation <laughs> between artists and audience and intimate stories about early inspirations, the creative process, and what they're learning along the way. From their first music lesson to the first paid gig. Aww. We discover the unique journey of each guest and every episode closes with a live original performance of the songs that made the artist who they are today. That's fucking cool, man. So every episode you're going to get some insight into who these people are in the past, in the present, and then who they're trying to be in the future and what they're trying to make their music into. And then you're also going to get a live performance from that artist. The first one is with Eric Krasno. And I can't remember who the second one is with. Let me look it up real quick. Hang on. Well, that's one reason we love being where we're at, because this is brought to you by Osiris Media. Yeah, yeah Osiris <laughs> has really been putting out such fantastic musical memorabilia on the podcast waves. Yeah. Like, I'm really grateful to be a part of that. Yeah, me too, man. It's it's super inspiring to be part of a group that's doing stuff like this. The first episode of Past, Present, Future Live is with Eric Krasno, and the next one that came out on Tuesday is with Rhett Miller. So go check that out and check out all the other podcasts on Osiris Media, including No Simple Road. Since you're here, you know, you know what I'm saying. Hey everyone, Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast Inside the Musician's Brain is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration, and hard work that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening. We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Mel Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspie, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp, happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available and spots are extremely limited. So visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out.
Exactly. Get out, get out of bulldozer <laughs> mode. Put it in backhoe mode. Okay, backhoe mode. Like, yeah. Beep, beep. Hey, back now. Home. No Simple Road family, what's going on, everybody? How you doing out there? Is everybody feeling okay? Let's hear it. Woo! Yeah. Oh, right on. I'm cool. feeling good over here. Are you? Yeah. This side of the table is like really comfortable. How's Mel's side of the table? I'm feeling good today. I'm excited about celebrating Simon's graduation that we have had to put off. Um, if You know what? Yeah, that's... I, we had never mentioned that, like... All you graduates out there, yeah. and parents of graduates out there, congratulations, congratulations, yeah. man! You, We're sending that out right now. It, you're right; it is overdue, babe. It, we Simon graduated, and it was n- not monumental. It was in a any very kind uneventful. Of way. And in fact, we still don't have his diploma or whatever. Um, and so it's been hard because with Sid, you know, just. Life has been just challenging right now, but today we decided. I decided to take the opportunity to um, do a little special event for him. So we're throwing him a dinner party, and we're going to um, dress up fancy a, and have yeah, fancy, we're food. Well, fancy I, food. I still like that, that Louis. We're doing a roast. Yeah, we're well, not yeah. Kidding. No, we're doing a roast. Exactly. You you can explain it after. Well, <laughs> Mel came with the idea that earlier this week. She pitched it to us, and it's just a cute idea, like roast. You know. But kind of like the comedy roasts and stuff, but we, I mean, we're not going to be mean or anything. But we're going to make well, it was a love roast, a roast roast lack, rack of two roast rack of lambs. That's a tongue twister. Yeah. <laughs> Racks of because lamb. Simon loves lamb, and then we're doing whole roasted chickens with veggies. We're doing uh, spinach and artichoke dip roasted, ro- roasted pears and apples, roasted cauliflower. Uh, we're doing the brie, like mm-hmm. roasted pastry brie. We're going to do. Yeah, that's a bunch yeah. of cool things, and have a few friends over. His well, girls actually, no, there's over. no friends. Just family. Just um, um, my sister and her man. It's like a family affair. Uh, yeah. Is Simon's friend still coming in? No. Mm-hmm. Oh no. No, okay. I guess that was not um, like confirmed. So it was a, teenage, a nice little uh, a, a soiree, a, a roasty soiree. <laughs> yeah, a sweet family. You know, soirees. You know. And any to, dessert, like we we're saying, I mean, these kids, these kids, you know, we 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 love you all out there. Yeah, and, we, and anybody and, and graduating and got, from college too. They were planning. Yeah. They're sitting here planning their prom and everything. You know, back in February and mm. picking out outfits and getting ready, and then it was just pulled out from under them. So yeah. it's sad, man. <laughs> but it also is an accomplishment that is a milestone in your life that deserves to be and celebrated. And yeah, you should get recognized yes. for that because should, it's did hard. The work, you did the work mm-hmm. and you deserve the accolade for doing the work and making it through. I did not make it through high school and it's a huge accomplishment in my, my mind, man. Me too. Like, and like you said, things are weird. And so that has to do with things, this. I just feel even better. I'm sorry. Go it's ahead. okay. That, that has to do with this episode this week is yes. Mark Levy from Circles Around the Sun. Welcome, Mark. So we held on to this episode for a while. Um, I The content of the conversation, I felt like you guys needed to hear this at the right time. And right now really feels like the right time for everybody to absorb what the content of this conversation is. It made me see 
um, being in quarantine in a completely different light, it changed my perspective on things a hundred percent. And, um, this was recorded before all the social unrest that's going on right now. So we, that's not discussed, but we were in the midst of still just being in quarantine and dealing with the struggle of that. At least I was having a hard time with being confined indoors and working from home for the first time and not going to shows and not going out to do stuff and just dealing with the, I don't know, the solitary nature of that and being in my own head too much. And then after we talked to Mark, I saw it completely different and it kind of like released the pressure in my head. It was really cool to hear from a musician's viewpoint of what they're going through and how much he appreciates home and mm-hmm. making the best of it and his roses and his garden. Yeah. And Mark is just he's such a nice, sweet, gentle soul. He's a sweetheart for sure. Yeah, man. And <clears throat> it's it's a trip when you're doing something like No Simple Road and I don't know. <clears throat> Excuse me. I I think one of the things that's come out of quarantine for the show in in my mind is like I'm realizing more and more that our voice matters in our community and then understanding the responsibility that comes with being heard and people listening and I know that when I first started No Simple Road and then you guys joined, I never really considered that fact, like the weight of word and what we say and what we do. I never, it was just us doing our thing. It was no big deal. And then getting feedback from the family on, wow, I listened to you guys and you got me through this or that, or, you know, I got to find this note from this one of our listeners that he said um you know what i'm gonna i'm just gonna play it check this out he can say it a lot better than i can destroy what he already said so hang on here we go hello no simple road folk uh this is eli coming to you from cincinnati ohio um huge fan of the show um i'm absolutely in love with every single one of you um, every time one of you says even just a word, you know, it's, it's, it's an immediate head change, not unlike, uh, ripping a bowl after a long day, you know? So, um, I, uh, I just wanted to share some thoughts with you guys, um, about, uh, about some, some current events stuff, if that's all right. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't know if this is the proper format or if you'll play this on the show, you know, I'm not concerned with that, um. It's not my decision to make for you. Uh, feel free to if, 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 if you want. Um, but I really just wanted to, I, I felt called to share some thoughts I've been having with you guys. Um, and I'll, I guess I'll start with a, a Facebook post that I saw about uh, the different roles that one plays in, you know, a quote unquote revolution. And, um, you know, you've, it was about how if you, it doesn't matter what lane you're in, as long as you keep your foot on the pedal, 
you know, and uh, that that really resonated with me um, after feeling a little down for not being out on the front lines when I was honest with myself. And that's just not who I am. I'm a really passive person. I'm not going to be out on the streets um, doing that. Uh, That's very important work. However, it's just not me. Um, but you know, you've got your frontliners, you've got your, uh, people that are sharing information and, um, deflecting misinformation. You've got your people that are running medical supplies and your people who are like handing out food and water. And then you have the category that I believe I fall into where, um, you know, you're the ones that are holding it down emotionally for everybody, reminding them why we're doing this and what we're trying to bring out of it, the good we're trying to bring out of it. And, you know, just making sure everybody's mental health is intact because emotions are very high right now. Um, We're in a very volatile and uh, tumultuous time period in our history. And so um, I feel that the best way for me to do my part is to you know, shed some light on what's going on. And part of that is sharing this with you guys. And so, um, I feel like, uh, you know, I, 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 I tend to try to zoom out of things and try to like see them from a, uh, a wider view, I guess. And I'm a firm believer in, whatever you want to call it, the consciousness shift, the great awakening, whatever. Uh, but you, 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 you get what I'm throwing down. I'm sure. Um, I'm a firm believer in that. And I know that that thing takes a series of processes, um, one after another to, uh, come into fruition to bring this new age into frame and move the old one out. And I feel like if you zoom out, you can see the beginning of what is a archaic system being dismantled, no matter how much in its infancy that process is, I like to think that's what's happening here. And, um, and it's really beautiful when, when you think about it and it fills me with a lot of hope because of the good that we're trying to bring out of this. And I guess the point of it is that love is pushing through. Love is pushing through. It's pushing hate out of the way and it's saying, yo, this is, you know, this is, (laughs) that's it. Um, and uh, I, uh, I, I feel like that's, that's kind of a good thing to, to keep in mind when we see um, all this crazy shit happening around us, man. It's so, it's just a crazy time to be alive. And um, it's easy to sit around and feel sorry for yourself. I, I'm not saying you guys are, um, but just in general, it's, it's easy to watch it all happening and... Um, you know, think that it's all happening like outside of you. But I I feel like this is a result of individuals digging deep into their own bullshit and and rerouting programs with viruses in them. 
and, and rewriting the code so that the system operates more harmoniously. And I feel like humanity at large is reflecting that in a lot of ways. And it is, humanity is digging back generations to find the root of what's going on and plucking the weed from the garden of the human race. so that flowers can grow in its place. Love is pushing through. I don't know. Um, the, these, these thoughts are still somewhat fragmented, I'm, I'm sure you may have noticed, but uh, I, um, I don't know. I just really felt the need to express this to you guys um, and to anyone who will listen, really. I've been, I've been saying it on my social media a lot, and I just feel like I need to get these thoughts into people's ears. I don't know where they're coming from, um, but, you know, I have, to, I have to answer to it, and I have to do my part and, and to, to step into my role as a healer on this earth um, to remind people that it ain't all sunshine and rainbows but they're out there you know um I, I i feel a lot of hope for humankind right now and despite everything that's going on i feel like the end result of this will be an evolved people as a whole and a more harmonious way of coexisting alongside one another and um with the earth so um, that, that, that concludes my rant. <clears throat> um, I love you guys so much. I love you too. And, um, you know, I hope you guys are, uh, I, I hope you guys are doing well. I hope your, uh, your heads are running smoothly and your hearts are beating easy because um, I know a lot of people's aren't. So, uh, yeah, I just thought I'd share this with you guys. Um, you know, yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Hell yeah, Eli. What a yeah. compassionate <laughs> wow. response and a very healing and uh, like mindful response. Yeah, I very honest. Or not even a response. I guess he didn't respond post. to anything. No, that, that's awesome that it wasn't like he did. That obviously just came out, Eli. Like you said, it may be you know you you don't know what's going to come out until you voice it. That was yeah. awesome that you just. Yeah, that was beautiful. Recorded that and sent it. That's raw, and that's there true was a, emotion. A, a couple good points that I want to get to. Well, the reason that I played that, like what I was saying before I started that, was the weight of having a platform and using your voice for something. And I think it would the long and short of it is that thing has been ambiguous for me like for a while. And after listening to what Eli had to say, I kind of, I, I realized where we sit as a show. And it's in that place that he's talking about, about <clears throat> making sure that everybody feels like they, they have a place that they can come emotionally speaking and be with people that are coming from a place of love and not having to worry and watch your back and feeling like there's a community out there for you and having connection to other human beings in a time when there's a lot of division. 
and separation. And there's none of that here. And so we're offering a place of respite or solace in the midst of the the battle that's going on. A tent in the desert. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, totally. So what were you going to say, Mel, about... Well, there's a few things because, you know, I think you, well, I don't think you and I talked about it last week about needing to have a bigger conversation, you know, because we just, there's so much going on, so many things to be addressed and we haven't been necessarily vocal about, you know, the issues um, with the police brutality and things like that other than, you know, it's, it's happening and he was saying in the very beginning that he was um there's there's places and there's th- things for people some people are the ralliers and the the hype men um the forerunners of the revolution the soldiers the if every single person was a soldier what would happen if a soldier got hurt right who would tend to that soldier you know and it brought clarity to my role right now because I work with a lot of um, millennials, mm-hmm. and we have one, <laughs> yeah. you know, and well, two, yeah, two, and, and we live in this earth, <laughs> and we're affected by it, like our families and our our friends and all of that, and mm-hmm. um, it it's hard to I don't. Oh gosh, I'm having a hard time even saying miss speak. When you you have a platform and you have somewhere to say something and people are listening, what you say can be a feather or a an anvil. An anvil, exactly. You know, a spike or tender hands. Like, and if you're not saying anything and you usually look to this forum for comfort, um, it can be a bit, you know, not as a refuge as you once thought, but for me and in, and how I feel and what's going on in this, um, I have a very personal stake in this and then a very, um, a a stake like everybody else does, like, you know, generally. Um, and I, because I come from a healing background and because I, I feel that, that nurturing in me, I want to be the, the pillow and I am that for people. I'm, I'm the pillow that you, that's the last thing that you, that happens. You just feel the comfort. And, um, I don't really use social media period. <laughs> you know, I use, I, I look through it. I guess I'm, is that a troll? You use it. I use it um, sparingly. You're not a poster, though. Yeah, I'm not a poster. So, like, I, I was getting feeling guilty about, like, not posting facts and, and, and doing that. But that's not what I was doing prior to that. That's not me. And I also know that we're called to change and to maybe be more than we used to be. And so, in kind of my personal silence, it's more of a um, how am I really going to be the help that most people need i think for for the show not just melody yeah. but for the show i've been saying it all along we need to keep doing what we've been doing and uh, like i said this show is that place that comfort that familiarity for if you think of like the community and then the community is involved in a movement right mm-hmm. that's going on 
we're that place that you can come and patch your bones, rest your head, hang out with your friends, get recharged, feel good again, and then go back out. And that's the service that we're providing in the midst of this movement and this thing. We are home. You can come home, hang out with the No Simple Road family. We'll laugh. We'll get high together. We'll have some tea or coffee, which I've had too much of today. And, you know, and then you can go back out and fight the fight. And that we're providing that service for for everybody because it's so badly needed right now. It really is. I like how Eli, at the beginning of that, how he compared it to, Smoking a good bowl, listening to us, compared yeah. to like yeah. s- kicking back, smoking a bowl, relaxing, being comfortable, and getting into something you want to <laughs> yeah. get into, yeah. yeah, and then feeling the the need and the want to share what you just heard with uh, with all of you, not yeah. just us. And I like that he said, "I don't know if you're gonna put this on or not." Well, I think guess what? <laughs> yeah. all of our listeners out there, when you send this stuff in, we're we're going to put it on, man. Because yeah, most we of the really time. appreciate it so much to get feedback. Well, and we need to listen to what the family's saying. Yeah. You know, again, if this is the place, which it is and has been for the last three years, to put your feet up and tell a story, then we want to hear from you guys, too. And we say that every week. Um, and when people do respond, we always get these gems and makes us think. And I just want to say personally, Eli, thank you for that. Because... Yeah. I will listen to that again and dissect it later. <laughs> Absolutely. So yeah, man, that's where No Simple Road is at in the midst of this. We are the, the you could think of us as like if there was a battle going on and then like behind the front lines, there's like a tent with a big red cross on it. And then you go inside the tent and me, Mel and Apple are in there chilling with some water and a bowl for you. Providing comfort, yep. shelter, love. So we, we love you guys, man. And it's a very, very difficult time to navigate thought, consciousness and awareness. It's, it's hard right now with everything that's going on socially, with everything that's going on with the environment, with physicality, with disease, with the election, with everything that's happening right now. Look, take a minute, breathe, take a breath, close your eyes. You're here with the family. It's okay. Then you can go back out and do what you need to do. But for right now, you're hanging out with us, and you're going to hear from Mark Levy from Circles Around the Sun, who has a beautiful perspective on everything that's happening. But Well, not everything. Remember, you guys, this was before the Black Lives Matter um, movement. movement. This was before Mm -hmm. the whole police brutality thing. This was before the second wave of Corona, (laughs) whatever that is. So I um, said I said yesterday, it's like next is either like demons coming up out of the crust of the earth or like um, aliens coming and destroying a city or the Stave Puff Marshmallow Man showing up or something because you, you can't just keep topping and topping until at some point aliens are going to have to show up. That's that's where my bet is for the next thing in 2020. I'm hoping for it anyway. Like, I think squirrels are going to start, start talking and tell us about their whole world domination. You think? Yeah. What do you think, Mel? I am going to help the squirrels. I love them. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I Hell yeah. love them. <laughs> Viva la squirrels. <laughs> I don't know why I just turned French for the squirrels, but Viva whatever. For like, like a little French beret mm-hmm. on a squirrel. I have a cigarette and a cigarette holder, and I'm holding it backwards. Like, yeah. <laughs> All right. But we're going to do the business. 
Wait, I was going to mention one more thing. To, okay, to we're not doing the business. I'll well, shut well up. I wanted to mention this at the beginning, but then we went other places. Did you guys see that yesterday? It's kind of, kind of cool, and it always just kind of it gives me goosebumps just seeing it happen. Did you see where they, they airlifted the bus out in the into the wild? The bus that's been out in the middle of Alaska, you know, the movie oh, in the wild. Really? They no. finally airlifted, which to me was kind of kind of sad, but it also at the same time they needed to do it. There's if you go online, they. They took like an army Chinook double-bladed helicopter. They had to go out there. They had to remove it because so many people have tried to make that track out there to find it. Several people have died trying to do the same thing that he did and into the wild. So they had to go remove the bus from the wild so people would quit trying to go there. Really? Yeah, they don't know where. There's no plans yet, but they're going to figure out like... resting place for the bus they need to do that bring it somewhere yeah it was just it was kind it was i don't know i don't even know why i needed it it just that that movie and that whole story and everything is so awesome and seeing them removing that bus from the great soundtrack it's in the Mm -hmm. yeah that yeah the whole the movie the soundtrack that story of what he went through and everything it's just amazing and to see them removing this bus because so many people are going to seek it out well i I get it yeah, I get it. Yeah, it's, I've thought about what, it. What when makes you hear, somebody want to do that? That to just there's go a lot out of into the wilderness, and I mean that's removing yourself from everything. That's just that's I'm out one on one, mano a mano yeah. with nature. It's you and nature, and you better know what Come you're correct, doing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Nature, nature doesn't have um, kid gloves. Nature is brutal. Yeah, beautiful and brutal, yeah. and and will tear you a new one like that. With no with apology. No, just like, no, oh, you're dead now. No, oh, your arms It's off. not even that. There's no acknowledgement. <laughs> well, to me, part, part of that too, like, I mean, there's a beauty in that too, kind of like how they say, like, I mean, like Indians did it and stuff and like how dogs and cat, how they, they'll wander off into the wilderness when they know they're, you know, to, to like do that, to be at one with nature when you go, to me has always it's just been some, like, like, wow, what a way, to, you know. Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot. I just wanted to bring that up. I saw it yesterday. I saw it at work, and it like gave me goosebumps. Well, just if anybody the out there has thing. access to a double bladed Chinook army helicopter, we need to do that with further because it's rotting in the woods on Kesey's farm. <laughs> you get it out of there and get it restored or put in the Smithsonian or something. Anyway, we're gonna do the business. You ready to do the business? Let's yeah, that was my side note. I just said that. Thanks that, for that your sidetrack. Cool. That was, a cool it was thing. really cool. All right. Uh, follow us on Instagram at No Simple Road and Facebook at No Simple Road. Join the No Simple Road family group on Facebook. And hey, guys, if you're on Instagram, I'm going to ask you to do a favor. Two, th- two things. Two. First thing, when you post, use the hashtag No Simple Road so that we can see what's going on with the family out there. And then the second thing is everybody that's listening to the show, share No Simple Road on your story or with a friend that doesn't know who the show is. All right? So get what I'm you guys get what I'm getting at here. Help us grow the show. So share on social media on Instagram with somebody that doesn't know who we are that you think would dig the show. That's easy, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, I like that. That's how they help grow the show. That's like feeding the show, mm-hmm. getting other people to Another way you, you can help do that is by going to patreon.com forward slash no simple road. Check it out, man. I've said this before and I'll say it again. Our entire summer and probably through the end of the year has been canceled. There's a big close sign with the neon is shut off, actually. Come back next yeah, year. Yeah, come back 2021. We'll see you then. 
and the summer and all that festival season is how we keep things going apart from Patreon. And so that is not there. So we need your help, man. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash no simple road is how you can make sure that we continue to bring you conversations and fun and keep this uh, Red Cross tent in the desert up and running for you guys. So that is patreon.com forward slash no simple road. You know what to do. You can also go and donate one time on PayPal and Venmo. Um, and you know, we, we need it, man. I'm that's all I have to say about that. Anyway, keeps the bus going. You can go to www.nosimpleroad.com. That is where all the back episodes of no simple road live. Also, there is a gear tab on that and you can get no simple road merch and yeah, I don't know. Am I missing anything? Oh, five-star reviews. Five-star reviews. No, I looked. Unfortunately, we haven't had one since. We went all of May, and we're well into June. So somebody give us some June love. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Some June love. Come on. Some June five-star review. You. You. That was just thinking, you know, I really should leave them a review on Apple Podcasts. That I'm talking to you. All right? Stop what you're doing. We have over 350 reviews on there. It's fucking awesome. No, I'm, I'm just saying. That's a but we thank need you a, guys. We need a June one. Yeah. So you, <laughs> yeah, that person that I'm Make talking to, come on, June bug. sit down, go to the Apple Podcast app, hit search, type in No Simple Road, scroll down, hit reviews, and leave it. And then you'll have done it. And you'll be like, you know what? I did something that didn't cost anything that helped the No Simple yeah. Road family out. So that you could do that right now. Come on. Here yeah, we go. It doesn't cost anything and it pays off so well because we get so excited and it's you should see Apple's face. He gets he comes running up the stairs with his arms flailing like, "Yay, another review." You don't want you guys I'll I'll film it. I'll do like. it. He will. All right, you ready? You ready? Yeah. You ready to talk to Mark? Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Without further ado, the No Simple Road Crew gives you Mark, Mark Levy. Levy. Just kidding. I want to tell you one more thing. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we're, we're back. back. And we're, if you want to watch this, you can go to uh no Simple Roads YouTube page, and I will have this up there. So, yeah, check it out. And now, without further ado, for real this time, Mark Levy from Circles Around the Sun. Check, check. Yeah. Yeah. You know what that's like, Mark. You remember those days. <laughs> What's up, man? How you doing? I'm doing well. Yeah? Are you, yeah. Are you in Colorado? I'm in Colorado. Yeah, west the west side of Denver. It looks um, sunny. Actually, the city called Arvada. All right. But I'm on the very southern border, south, southeastern border of Arvada, um, which basically comes right up to Denver. Okay. So I'm like 10 to 20 minutes away from everything in Denver. So are you guys like, is everything opening back up or is it still locked down? Honestly, I don't even know, and I don't really care. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it's, I haven't really. Um, I don't know. I've sort of established this like routine inside of my bubble. Um, you know, I don't go out unless I'm going to the grocery store. I've gone to, you know, a few places that offer um, curbside pickup, where yeah. they'll just throw it in my trunk. I don't even get out of the car, you know, like Home Depot and the garden center right across here in my neighborhood. And um, I don't know. I mean, uh, it seems just like 
um, there's a whole, there's going to be a whole wave of things happening and I just don't really want to be a part of it Oh, either way. I mean, I love it, dude. I, if it's positive. That's great. I'm with um, you. And then yeah. I will get in there if it's, if it's negative, that's terrible. And I will continue to do what I've been doing. <laughs> I'll stay in um, my bubble. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, and, and honestly it's, um, just out of respect for, the most vulnerable among among us, and um, I would rather, as everything kind of I do in in my life, I would rather just err on the side of I don't know if caution is the right word. Maybe not everything I do in my life, but you <laughs> yeah, know, yeah, I, I was just gonna I, say I, hmm. I, t- <laughs> I tend to I tend to just um, I I don't want to uh, step on anybody's guard. You know, I got yeah. you, man. It's it's a weird thing, like this thing that's going on has painted a very weird picture for all of us that like, I honestly have no frame of reference for. And what you're talking about is is something, excuse me. No, it's good. It's all good. Uh, it's something that's, it's very eminent right now. Like anybody that has an opinion at this stage in the game you're going to fucking step on somebody's toes at where we're at. Yeah. It, it's, there's totally. no way around it. It's weird. And like, I'd never felt like that before. I, I'm a lot like you, like in the political world and all that stuff. Like I, never, yeah. I, I, no I, I always said, I don't live in their world in the first place. Why am I going to take part in all that? Like <laughs> I'm from somewhere else. I'm an alien. I don't have a, a say in any of this. And, and, but now it's like in my face and, they're making decisions that are affecting my life. And, uh, and then my opinions piss people off and I have to watch what yeah. I say. And like, what the fuck happened? man? <laughs> yeah. I, I think I've, you know, we've lived in this internet age for quite some time now. Yeah. Um, and I actually have always felt this sort of like push pull with social media. Um, and I was, roped in in a sense at the very beginning um of facebook right which i was in school at the new england conservatory in boston um starting in 2004 and in order to get on facebook you had to have a college email address right so i was you know amongst the first i don't know probably a couple like you know 100,000 or so people on Facebook and immediately after leaving college and actually during college too, because as a social networking thing, it was like, Hey, come see this recital I'm playing on or come to my ensemble's performance or whatever it it was. It at the very beginning, it was obvious to me that it was going to be a necessary part of my existence forever because you know, we can't, um, well, and I also, I have plenty of musician friends that are just not, they don't mess with it. And I respect that too. Granted, none of them are um, my age. Okay. You know, right. they're all like 10 years older or or more. And uh, I totally respect that. And, and I think it comes back to what we were just talking about. It's this whole thing uh, gives individuals this ultimate, access to anything but whether or not you should 
to partake. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's the question. You know, yeah, that's the question. And I think um, it then becomes a matter of personal style. Yeah. You know, how do you want to interact in the platform? Or even for me, more often, honestly, these days, it's how do I want to um, kind of guard myself by not interacting? <laughs> yeah, man. It, it, I, Mel and I were driving the other day, and I don't know. I, just like a lot of people out there, our worlds have morphed and my world has changed a lot. And it's, ta- it's, I've gone through this weird adjustment period of like, almost like grief, um, and mm-hmm. just uncomfortability. And then having to like learn how to be in my own space for extended periods of time and not leaving the house and all this stuff you're talking about, <clears throat> we were driving and Mel and I were talking about the news and my boss and I were IMing back and forth and I would present something and he would present the opposite and then he would present something and I would present the opposite. And I told Mel, I said, the way things are because there's so much out there right now, nothing is true. There's no truth yeah. for any of us to hold on to. And that's a hard space to be in for human beings because we, we really do look for that, like the the absolute truth and hope and all that stuff. But then any, any viewpoint I give you, you can immediately find the opposite. So we're in this weird liminal space between truth and nothing. And it's, there's nothing to hold on to. Yeah. You're so right. You're so right. I mean, I've been, I've been finding that, um, the, I, I was just thinking this morning, it's like the whole idea has come to an apex with the notion of a virus because we are now forced with all these opinions ranging from expert to people that call everybody sheeple. And, <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> yes. then what do you do? You can make your own choice, but ultimately I think the truth in this matter will be seen because we're dealing with a virus that mm. as far as we know spreads through droplets that can travel in the air and sit on things and um you know the people i was just seeing there's a an armed peaceful protest planned tomorrow um they're gonna ride motorcycles up, I mean, and of course other, but it's like a motorcycle rally basically from Colorado Springs up to the Capitol. Um, and you know, they've reached out, it's led by like some former, um, green beret or something. Um, you know, and I respect people's just (laughs) passion for like doing what they believe in. Um, where it starts to get uncomfortable for me is when it's like um, the anger, I guess, really. I, that's what I was going to say, man. That I think mm-hmm. if one thing has has come into really sharp focus, it's the importance of coming from a place of love. Like that's respect yeah that's the thing man like you've got to come if you start from there 
I think that's really the only way to find truth in any of this is like, does it resonate with love? And if it doesn't, then it's probably bullshit. <laughs> Cause it's, <laughs> it's, it's so crazy and gray. And, and like you're saying, I, I think Apple and I were talking about that the other day, like these armed protests that are going on and, and I don't know, man, I, it, the world really did change in, in seven weeks, dude. Like I, I didn't see any of this coming and, and like you know, when people mm-hmm. feel their freedoms or everybody's starting to worry about their, you know, freedom. Oh, man. So you're, that, yeah, that's, that I think is shining a light in a dark corner of the American culture because it's, it's like rights without responsibilities equals adolescence. Mm. You know, it's oh, just shit. yeah. without, we have our rights, but we also have the responsibility to do, take actions which will not impede and hopefully will improve the greater good. That's a yeah. not, not screaming fire in a, in a, you know, yeah, in a building. Exactly. That, that whole thing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah. Totally. And, um, now the lines are blurred again because it's, we're told something that's not like it's only, we're only told it until we need it. And then once we need <laughs> it, we can't cash in on it. You know, like yeah. it's here. Your college fund is here. Oh wait, but did you need it for college? Cause I wasn't planning on that. Like, we're needing to cash in on it and they're like oh on second thought that's not what we meant you guys really don't have rights to say what you want unless you're saying what we want you to say and that's been the hardest thing is to see things that I've been that I have had sent to me like taken down from the internet because it's like controversial because it goes against and I'm like I'm not even into conspiracy nothing but here it is like we're being faced with everything, uh, conspiracy, not conspiracy, uh, you know, weak truths, hard truths, friends that don't know what's going on, friends that are having problems with the virus. Like there's so many things that are have possibilities. So like what Aaron was saying, and he was like, there's no, nothing to believe. Like it was kind of like a gut punch, but at least it was like some, that was felt like an anchor of truth. <laughs> the fact that there's nothing to believe in felt like <laughs> felt like there's like this morsel and because like usually I'd be the one with like words of wisdom or like it's going to be fine and <laughs> and I just I I feel mute right now. Like I, that's powerful and I think there's a lot of beauty in that honestly and potential like in <clears throat> the experience that I've and you know, relatively limited experience with Buddhist philosophy that I've had. Um, again and again, they come back to like abandon hope and give up. You know that basically hope is just fodder for disappointment. Mm. And and also, I've been from. I've been getting into stoicism. Um, through, I saw in one of my friends, Adam Morford, who makes these super cool um, Morphites. I have one right here. I'll show you. He in, in, inherited his father's oh, um, wow. 
Have you seen these? Oh yeah, things? yeah. I, you no. and Joe. I've, Russo yeah, has Joe that. Russo yeah, has yeah. like a bunch of these. He's got a gigantic one, How a fun. tiny one. Um, so Adam lives here in Colorado, and we've been tight ever since we met, just as kindred spirits, um, more than anything, really. And so I saw his Instagram story, and it was like this picture of uh, from a page in this book a handbook for new Stoics. <laughs> and <laughs> prior to this, I had no idea what um, really, I didn't, I wasn't really that hip to what Stoicism even was. And, um, you know, that it comes from ancient Greece and, you know, or I'm sorry, Rome and, um, you know, like Emperor Marcus Aurelius and, uh, Epictetus, and he's like one of the. I'd never even heard that guy's name, you know. Okay. And it's so intertwined with Buddhist philosophy, the way that I'm picking it up. Um, I think it's really powerful because primarily it's saying you can only give mental uh, energy towards things that are absolutely in your control, which you end up finding after studying is very little but also a huge thing and ultimately it boils down to your your thoughts i mean you can control your mind in in some sense so it's that um practice of like I, i don't know taking away the layer there's plenty of ways to look at it or um, analogies, metaphors, but taking away the veil or, um, just recognizing it or what, whatever it is, um, putting something between you and your emotions oh, also man. like, a, a buffer. who is watching the watcher kind right. of a yeah. question. Um, and yeah, it's been really powerful during this time to, how has it helped you, Mark? Like, what what have you noticed from it? Um, I've noticed a sense of stability in knowing that there's so much that's just completely out of my control. Letting in go. a way, yeah, yeah. you know, recognizing just how... Um, how much pain and suffering I've put myself through and just unnecessary Mm -hmm. suffering. I mean, there was this quote that I came across. I, it's, I mean, I don't know who it's from and this is not verbatim, but essentially that humans are the only sentient beings that will end up paying a thousand times for one mistake. Oh shit. I mean, essentially talking about how we beat ourselves up, um, you know, and regret um, in that sense is totally a human thing, you know, and um, I guess it's been powerful for me to just recognize uh, that we've been doing this. uh, We've been in this kind of internal struggle for forever and people have been talking about it um, in really brilliant, with really brilliant thoughts for 
thousands of years. Yeah. Um, and from many different angles. So kind of like, um, I really like the idea of religions like Baha'i, um, or, you know, Unitarianism, um, I, I know very little about them other than the fact that they are taking things in which resonate, like you were saying, does it resonate with love? Right. And if it doesn't, then forget it. So it, you know, Baha'i says we should learn from all the great prophets. You know, we all have the same God. Yeah. The same I mean, spark that's, is in us. And so I'm, I'm in a sense kind of from my own personal experience and with different philosophy kind of like piecing together things that resonate with me. And I guess oftentimes it's um, the broader it is, the more compelling it is to me. Yeah. yeah well that leaves know? room. There's, there's room in those broad, um, those broad things for us to feel the feeling of it and feel how it works with us, how we're made up. There's space in there. If it's absolute, there's no room to move around inside that thing. It is what it is. And that's that. Yeah. But no if, room to grow. Yeah, or but anything. if it's broad like that, yeah, I can, right. I can feel it and, and ask myself what it, what it does for me. It really, what you're talking about really reminds me of Robert Anton Wilson. And, uh, He's written a bunch of books. Make some notes. Yeah, dude, check him out. Um, But one of the things that I got from him that really like has stuck with me years and years and years is the only thing that I know for certain is my own experience. Your experience Mm. is interpreted through your lens, through your upbringing, through your biases, non-biases, moral code, everything that makes up your experience. So if you tell me something that happened, it may not be true for me because I'm a completely different person. So your, your own experience is the only place that you can find that. So then that makes truth malleable too, because. Well, yeah, you're, you're right. I guess on in, in the moment it does. I mean, but experience, what you're saying is experience teaches. Yes. Words don't teach. Right. Uh, that was a really and, good way to say that. <laughs> I mean, I've been, I've been um, feeling that and, you know, kind of like sitting with that for, when was the last time we talked? Was it like a year ago? We, we, no, we talked when you were here and. Or no, no. I mean, like did a. Oh, a yeah. Yeah. Like a year. <sighs> Man. Yeah, right. What a year. Dude. Oh my God, <laughs> Mark! What? <laughs> wow! What a year! Wasn't it probably um, like the highest and the lowest you've ever had in your life? Oh my gosh! Yeah, but you can't have the highs without the lows, is what I've learned. And like what you were saying, I, my response to what you said is exactly that same reason. <laughs> I mean, if you feel like there's no hope, what an amazing place to start from. Yeah. You know, like, um, and honestly, that kind of a idea and that it's probably like a direct quote from, from Pema children and, um, her, some of her books have been like absolute anchors to me, like must read. I've been telling as many people My about turn. it as I possibly can right now. 
When Things Fall Apart by Pema Chodron. Okay. It's an incredible book. I mean, and the, the subtext of that is heart advice for difficult times. And uh, she is just this incredible teacher that has a way of connecting um, that I think is super special. And she, she is a Buddhist teacher from the um, Tibetan tradition that okay. made its way to the United States via Chogyam Trungpa, who founded the Naropa Institute, mm-hmm. as well as the Shambhala Center in Boulder here in Colorado. So she is an American woman. Um, so born she gets raised, the Western mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. But now she ended up in the late 60s, I believe, or early 70s, ended up um, becoming one of Chogyam Trungpa's disciples. And, uh, you know, then has... I, I don't know how many books she's written, but it's a lot. And some of them are like on Audible and it's just her lectures, um, which are amazing too. And uh, I just cannot <laughs> more highly recommend okay. her. I mean, incredible stuff. Really, I got, I got really three credits to use right now, man. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. Awesome. Three, yeah, yeah, I got one. I'm like, but <laughs> um, have you always been a searcher because there's some people that are just easy to easy going and let it, let it all just happen. You're you and I are like in that. I think that's why I felt a connection with you. The first time we talked is we both have that thing. Have you always been that way? I've always been a thinker. (laughs) And I think as I've, as I've um, grown older, I have seen the double edge, the double edges of that sword. And, you know, as a musician um, in high school, I remember so clearly my teacher telling me uh, essentially like, you gotta go easier on yourself um, because you're doing a good job, but you're making it a lot harder for yourself, you know, and you're gonna impede your process, your learning process and your growing process. And I, of course, you know, I didn't, I wasn't able to apply it more broadly in my life. Um, I was like 15 years old. Yeah. You you don't hear that the right way at 15, but I was hearing, okay, like, don't get so pissed off at yourself if you crush down that double stroke roll, you know, or, or whatever, (laughs) you know? Um, so yeah, throughout the journey, I have always been this way, but, um, I don't know, I gravitated towards things that seem like they put like a, a lasso around it, but not in a way that it's constraining it, like a way that it's like a power lasso or something. I don't know. It, it changes shape. It's like a Wonder Woman's thing. Yes. Yeah, gotcha. That's what I was trying to, I didn't want to like put that out there. I like, no idea what the reference was, but like, yeah. And you got to like all of a sudden tell the truth or whatever. Is yeah. that what her thing is? Yep. The lasso. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, exactly. Uh, so, and also I'm, I've, um, for for a long time, really, just been so grateful for a life in which I could bring it all together. Mm. And music is such an incredible way to transmute. You know, you can take this emotion and then you 
transmuted into yeah. can be a terrible i mean and after neil's death um grief and sorrow and fear and just anger and you know all everything all of that and it's all it was terrible just like but the best thing during that time was playing music it didn't hurt didn't it did it hurt yeah did, did it hurt no because I no. know like when and stuff like that happens, sometimes it's difficult to go back to it because it's so reminiscent that it's painful to revisit. I think that's catharsis. Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Mm. You know, I mean, that's what that's what it felt like in the moment. Um, for sure, for me, I can. And I mean, I think I could speak for the other guys, too, because. And those, man, like when we had to start first to think can we go on do or do we want to that was really the first question i guess do we each individually even want to do that and of course you know like you just said maybe it would be super painful but when i think when we started to finally like get to the point where you actually have to go like oh shit this is actually it i i'm not thinking about it anymore i'm actually doing it mm-hmm. that's when it began became really cathartic and um i was talking to dave schools in the weeks after neil left and he was the one that put the um, notion of transmutation mm. in my head and you know also that uh we are we our souls basically entered into a contract to come back to this plane and we had certain things which we will learn or experience and um it was i would i ever want to do that again absolutely not am i grateful for the experience as it happened yeah i guess i am even though um, I still obviously have, you know, there's a lot of pain involved in thinking about thinking about this guy, mm. you know, he's on my cup. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, sometimes, sometimes he's sitting there and I, I get, I just turn it around. Mm. And I'm like, I can't, I can't, can't look at you right now. Can't yeah, today. Yeah. I just can't. <laughs> but on the, right on now. the other side, I have Carl Denson. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, when when all that went down, man, like a lot of people out there had connection with him in one way or another and yeah. it affected a lot of people in a lot of different ways. But you and I texted, I don't know how long after, and you guys hadn't decided whether you were going to keep going and you had asked me you know what I thought and I appreciate that man I that meant a lot to me in that whole thing that was going on but you know my my first thought was like absolutely you got to do it like that's Mm -hmm. what that that machine that beautiful garden that you've grown can't just go fallow like it has to move on has to keep going but it's so easy for me to say, sitting from my porch, you know what I mean? To, for you, yeah, dude, do it. Like, 
in that in that space when you finally decide, okay, like we're we're doing this, we're going to continue on. Is it like finding your legs again when you when you get, <laughs> yeah. when you get, yeah? And but I gotta say, for me, and I've I was already kind of on my a personal journey from that stemmed from heartbreak you know and yeah when we talked last i was like ugh, deep yeah. Yeah. in that in it. <laughs> i was oh my god yeah i was so manic that during those times um and we were on tour mm-hmm. and i had never felt so alone in my life and it's no nothing against the anybody that i was with they're all great friends and very mindful loving open people um mm-hmm. And Neil included, he, he gave me a lot of support during that time. But, you know, you get into the bunk and I'm, that was like, I'm my dream. I had, I've been working towards the dream of touring and traveling in a, a, a bus for with a bunk. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. You know? And, and then I was in there and it was like this coffin of desperation and loneliness oh. <laughs> you know it was like yes. oh my god what the hell is this and then right based around that time i started saying i'm living my dream and dreams can get really fucking weird so i'm still i'm still saying that we're still in it now yeah so you know so i started that um really introspective kind of healing and growth journey mm. i guess you could say and then, uh, and then Neil left and it sort of was like, I was growing this leg back, you know, and then it got chopped off Jesus and, Christ. and then it, the, the, you know, the process just continued with a different, um, it made, it put perspective on my previous grief, um, really like, so in that way it it's just a process and it was all cumulatively happening and connected. And that continues today with this whole thing is such a a mental it's, it's more mental than anything that I've been through for sure. Because you know, the sedentary or like stuck in one place thing. So I, I feel super grateful to, you know, like the place that I yeah. am. I'm not, um, you know, in an abusive relationship. I'm not like, there's so many things that I, I, my heart goes out to people out there. Um, and you know, it's springtime yeah. and all the plants are just like, ugh, the Calling renewal is incredible. I mean, and- I had to cut these rose bushes <laughs> down to the ground, um, like a month and a half ago or something. And they are like, it's insane. I, I mean, I can maybe show you later, but they're like, so it's so awesome. There, there's big fat rosebuds are just coming up, and like, it's like it never happened. Like that destruction never happened. And um, this rose garden for me is like an incredible. I don't know. It's like an analog to what's yeah. yeah. It's and seeing it every day, they're growing bigger and more lush and you know, really all over my yard. I mean, got like some peonies coming up and irises and <laughs> there's uh, the lilac tree is like kind of finishing and the smells are amazing. And 
you know, so this whole thing is, I don't know what, how do we appreciate things without having perspective? You're, yeah. It, it, I've, I've, go ahead, Apple. What were you going to say? No, no, that, that's, we brought that up several times, like through all the, like it's spring, like spring is sprung. We're supposed to be out celebrating yeah. and congregating and, you know, I mean, it is what it is. We're dealing with it, like you said, kind of in our bubbles, but it makes it even tougher with it being this, what what is going on in the world as far as Mother Nature and everything. Which, you know, everybody wants to go camping. You can't go, you know, a lot of things we're, we're, we are supposed to be doing that's human nature, like to be out and doing stuff. We can't right now. Well, I, really... mean, I mean, if you take a look just in our little square of land that we live on, there's so much life happening. There's thousands of birds and slugs and rabbits Bunnies, and deer yeah. and like yeah. squirrels in my garden this it's morning like stealing tomatoes. It is. And like, it is. You know, and, and there's all this Hawks, stuff going on. It's yeah. And it's amazing to sit and watch it because people, the vibration of people, the the hive is calm right now. The, yeah. There's not a lot of vibration in the hive. So all the animals are like, what the fuck happened to all the people, man? Let's go check it out. And so they're everywhere like going, going nuts. And it's spring. And it's spring and they're getting randy yeah. and, and ready to, to mate and everything's happening out there. And what you're talking about is, is huge, man, that taking it down to the ground where it looks like it's never coming back. That thing is just decimated. And then, uh, you know, a few weeks later, there's a fucking rose bush with buds on it. It's like, what? Okay. Yeah. We have a yeah. plant out front. It's called a princess plant. And this plant. is the emotional equivalent of what's happening with our society. We're being cut down to, we're yeah. being pruned so far down where it seems like we have took everything off that's good. But in order to get all the cancer out, in order to get all the junk out you have to go deep and in fact you got to go a little bit deeper than the healthy tissue just in case you know so you got to get that and then some and so this is what why it's riding so long this is the and then some part we're in the in then some part yeah and and it's different for everybody like i hear what you're saying mark like you know there's other people in worse positions but you know what like we're not them and at some point we have to think about ourselves we really do. We have to heal ourselves. We have to think about ourselves. We have to give ourselves the energy. And you're like, okay, it's hard for so-and-so down the street, but right now I need to concentrate on Mark in my room right now. Like I need to clear up my anxiety. I need to clear up my, you know, regrets. I need to strengthen my, you know, whatever, whatever it is that we're looking for, because we can't just go through all this and then like, it's for nothing. Mm. How cheap. Well, yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that um, sentiment recently too. Actually, um, it, I think it was it was actually from an email from a rabbi. Oh, really? At the Chabad up in Vail, I'm on their email list, and every Friday they do this Zoom uh, l'chaim, you know, before Shabbat starts. <laughs> and uh-huh. his note in the email was basically about how it would be a total mistake and a waste to go back to the way we lived before. There's no way. I mean, and I take that on a spiritual level. I take that on a logistics, yes. you know, or like, like an actual 
literal level too. Um, but what that's going to look like, I think depends on individuals. So oh, as a, as a, as a country, we're going to see, uh, I have no clue. I have no clue what it looks like. What is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. Some portion at some point when the time comes, I just have no idea when it is. And that's honestly totally fine with me oh. at this point. I'm um, maybe, you know, I, I do acknowledge that because I am a musician that like all of us, um, you know, we're not, working as we were i mean there are some opportunities um that i'm super grateful for like tonight yeah i was gonna circles ask about this. yeah we're you know the live from out there um online festival and uh live for live music is doing one that we're going to be a part of coming up too and there's How? all sorts of do you guys things like that that you know very cool but um, it's just so different, you know, and yeah. I, like, I, I was just to finish the thought, I, I was just acknowledging that because we were the first to get grounded and we're also going to be the last to get to resume some, whatever the, as normal, as close to normal as it gets, whatever that is, it's not going to happen for a while. We all have accepted that. I think that um maybe that's also why i'm not like get me back out there you know i want to go like i don't know i wouldn't i wouldn't go drink a beer in a bar right now if somebody paid me a thousand dollars and believe me i could use it <laughs> that was oh, the best that was a, that was couple sentences i've yeah. heard <laughs> that look in your and, eye and it's dude. not nothing i'm not trying to you know throw shade on people no. that do i'm just saying for me personally my rate of uh like needing to yeah to get do, back yeah. into you know that it's just i don't know I've, i guess i've already put it in my head you know whatever some people would call me a, sh a sheeple or whatever that that i you know i've already sort of accepted okay this is going to be a protracted battle against this vicious virus that I do believe um, is killing as many people as they say it is. And I do believe it is a massive global disaster. So if it means I have to sit in my beautiful, safe <laughs> home with cleaner than ever air outside and maybe not ever, but cleaner than <laughs> normal yeah. air outside. And even if it, you know, I am totally... If, if that is what's going to help this situation heal itself, then I am, I'll do whatever it takes, you know? Wow. And it, it's, uh, 
That's a sweet thought. That's awesome, man. That's no, it's a true sweet thought because you know what? Like whatever it takes for all of us. You want me to stay here? I'll stay here. You want me to do it? I'll do it. Whatever. Like, like we were saying before this to me, this is freedom. I am. I feel so I feel free. I feel absolutely free, but also I feel responsibility to my fellow citizens. So for me to run out and just like, I don't know, there's a million things I can think of going and doing right now that would be against like my, that would go against my, my gut or, you know, my heart. Um, it's just not, that's not where my, and going back to what I was talking about before, it's like, I'm not even thinking about that. I'm not even giving it any mental thought. Therefore, it's not producing anxiety because I'm not worried about when I'm going back to work because I have no control, zero control over that. So in order for me to just be healthy when it does happen, I'm not going to think about it. Right. When I'm it does even, come, it'll be a you know, gift. That is and if I do think about it, I acknowledge it and then just say, just let it go. And that's like the mindfulness meditation practice that coming into play. It's like that, the skill of being able to just recognize like that is not a helpful thought or you are about to start thinking really hard on something you have no control over. Just let it go. Just like, you know, I love the, uh, the image of a feather just pushing a bubble away. (laughs) <laughs> you know because i'm not like no ah kill it kill the thought you know because then obviously you're going to create a trigger anytime that that comes up you're gonna oh yeah jump know, on it yeah you're triggered so it's like you know face it and that's been part of the process you know through a lot of this what last year um, Dude, i, I need not i, I need run away conversation. you know yeah wow. i needed this mark <clears throat> That's I, a, I really such a did. smart cool. move Thank on, you, on your part with the whole meditation thing. Because what you're doing is you just said earlier, um, this is like a, a me, like a mental attack, what we're going through, right? Like this, But when you're strengthening your mind through meditation, that's exactly what is needed for this exact period. We don't need to like beef up. We don't need to have tons of money. We don't need to look cool. We need to strengthen our minds right now. So focus on that. And when we get out of that, then we can focus on fun or focus on reestablishment or focus whatever. But yeah. you're playing the long game. And that's really awesome that you're because you look good. Like looking mm-hmm. at you, you look yeah. you look good. Yeah, you, you look, look clear. Happy. You look. Yeah, you look like as good as any other time we've seen you, you know. So clearly something is working. And thanks well, for saying I'm, what I'm, you said. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much for that. I mean, I appreciate it. I I have been very focused, um, maybe uh, just different. The focus is different now because um, for the first time in my adult life, I mean, I've slept in my bed for more than five days straight. Dang. Wow. You know, I mean, and and like I have um, part of my mental stability um, over a year ago became physical stability so i you know i was driving cats manager crazy you know making sure that our day 
ho- like the hotel where we had a day room on tour at least had some sort of a shitty little gym or something like that because when everybody else is taking their showers i'd be in the gym getting my head right and mm-hmm. not only was that part of it it relieved some of my anxiety about my body breaking down mm-hmm. yeah. um playing you know two hour shows yeah. 10 days straight um which you know we just did at the end of February, beginning of March, right before this all hit the fan with Metzger. Um, and that was like, I don't know, it was 10 days straight all over the Northeast. And um, I think a year ago, I would have been like so terrified <laughs> um, that my body wasn't going to be able to make it or like perform up to my standards. And we did it and I was like ready to go for more after 10 days i could have done like another 10 days and believe me we all wanted to and we had this tour we were going to come and see you guys yeah um and it all got you know wiped off the map but we will i mean we want to get back out there so bad and it's coming back. you guys i'm excited i'm super excited (laughs) for you guys to hear i know we released our like live album um which is all um circles with metzger you know, as this stuff comes out, I feel like um, whenever I listen to it, I just get really excited for the future because, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a it's a band, and um, Scott is such a phenomenal musician and such a deep and sensitive and smart person that he was he's able to, and he also comes from like a very similar place, like cosmic or not cosmic. i got you fit, literally place like he's from new jersey he was like a metal kid you know he's kind of like alt a little bit like neil was and um i don't know like krasno also incredible um yeah mm-hmm. you know but for whatever reason um scott really i don't know it, it, it was amazing way. yeah it, and <laughs> I don't, I don't know. He has, uh, I just can't imagine anybody like right now, um, at this, you know, at this moment in, in the evolution of our band that is better to, you know, take up what Neil started and honor it in a way that is just like, feels really, really true and genuine. And, um, when I listen back to these recordings with him, all of that stuff is just like coming to me Ooh, <laughs> energetically. Wow. And I'm I like, Oh my God. It. And it makes me, it started really this week because we were listening back to, I honestly didn't really, I listened to, um, like the mixes of our live record and stuff. And I don't know, maybe it was just cause we were so, still kind of deep in this thing, but this week then preparing for the live from out there festival. And, um, I got to go over to Ross James's porch and we recorded that thing, me, him and Todd Smalley. So that'll be on Sunday for live for live music. These opportunities that kind of just appeared this week, um, along with listening to the music and playing a little bit with people. And then like listening to that, it was all just, um, Mm. again, really cathartic, just like, um, 
I don't know. It's I felt euphoric at times this week. Like I was on the phone with a few friends last night and I was just like laughing hysterically about really nothing, but it was, <laughs> I don't know. Um, but it's not like I'm feeling these deep depths of like despair and depression either. I'm not, I'm not manic or, or anything right now. It's like, I'm just, I've, I am feeling very grateful that there are wheels turning and mm-hmm. I'm really excited about this cat set tonight. How do you do it? Um, are you meeting in well, person? <clears throat> mm-mm. Oh, excuse me. Oh no. It's fine. Um, uh, we, that's all from the tour with Metzger. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, tonight and a lot of the stuff we're using. So it's all like archival. Oh, unfortunately right. there's no, um, like new, new yeah. stuff coming from circles around the sun right now, but hopefully there will be, you know, if the things, if, uh, things get better, you know, where we can be in the same place or we can all go to LA. I mean, we've already been talking about it a bunch. It's just not appropriate yeah. right now. We don't we we don't feel it is. And, um, so what you're going to hear tonight is our show from March 5th at the union stage in DC and, um, Lance from the mad alchemist liquid light show, yeah. um, has done a show over that music. Oh, so, cool. yeah. So you'll get to see his liquid light show and hear our audio from that's okay that show. i'm in right on oh, so he's amazing <laughs> that he's amazing with what he creates. yeah he is amazing he's totally like rejuvenated that um you know form of art of art yeah, yeah it's i don't know he nobody that i've seen does it like him and um yeah i think he's done a really amazing job and uh yeah, I'm just I'm I'm psyched about the quality of it all, um, and how, you know, we had the foresight to be recording all yeah. of our shows with multi-track, and I don't know, you know, everything happens, For um, reason, and it happens. Because it happened. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, everything happens for a reason. That's yeah, the reason. Because you know, <laughs> it happened. Really? Like, Something. It happened just because it happened. <laughs> well, we just don't know what the reason is half the time. <laughs> exactly. Um, something that we've talked about on the show a little bit is the gratitude factor of, of live music. And like prior to all of this, not that I didn't. Um, appreciate going to shows and having live music. It was my favorite thing to do. It's I love that. (laughs) But there's a new level of respect for the thing now. How powerful, how powerful it is. is. And, and the, 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 the the visceral nature of missing it. Like it's, it, it's a real feeling. It's a thing. Like, yeah. And, when all this is said and done and we are at a show again, because there, look, there's going to be shows again someday. It's going to happen. It's just inevitable. People gather. It happens. We're human. When that happens, that those first few shows are going to be 
way different than anything any of us have ever experienced before. It's going to yeah. be a new thing for all of us. We're going to yeah. be learning together again how beautiful this thing is and that the vibration of gratitude and love for the thing is renewed. It's like I said this before, like when you're a kid and you have a toy and somebody takes it away from you and then they give it back to you, you really appreciate that thing and it's different than it was before. And, and this thing is going to be oh, way man. different, yeah. man. And, and with people yeah. like you that are actually doing the work in the down season, there's something <laughs> magical happening, man. There, there is the, this garden is yeah the roses the roses are gonna boom yeah, <laughs> yeah. man I mean you know it's really like thinking of all of the experiences like you you know like you just said in which you have something taken from you um you know sometimes it takes a somebody death or sometimes it takes somebody betraying you or sometimes it takes a global pandemic (laughs) i mean um it really is such powerful opportunities to you know really find out what where your foundation is based you know um where's your and i think again and again like all these stupid old sayings that are like oh so cliche they make, they're just powerful in different perspective, you know, like mm-hmm. what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. said, yeah. said in the right, yeah. the right time. <laughs> it can mean like, a lot. really, it's just, it's crazy that, uh, to think how resilient we really are. And I think yeah. it's super important. Resilience has come back again and again and again for me as just like an incredibly important and valuable quality to i mean you don't have to have it but you should try to (laughs) cultivate it (laughs) cultivate it yeah um and that's been that's totally at the root of really everything i'm doing in this like long game kind of like okay i'm gonna make sure that my body is not disintegrating so then i would get back on the kit and have to like oh crap (laughs) like who is this person you know or um like the garden, just, yeah. you know, like I'm really, I'm careful with what kind of fertilizer I use out there and um, I use all organic stuff in there. And every time I put the little tiller thing I have into the soil to weed around those bushes, there is like worms and like roly polies and all sorts of like crazy, just life happening yeah. in the bed of that garden. And it makes me realize that those plants that were decimated are only able to do that because they've got really badass, strong old roots under there and it's surrounded by healthy soil. So like what's going to, what will take out that combination aside from like an absolute, you know, destruction from underneath (laughs) or somebody ripping it out by the roots. Right. Like a, a, extinction you know whatever if you extinguish it it's gone but i mean this is um i just think really powerful time for us to kind of sit into our resilience and find it and 
you know, maybe that means a little bit more attention to our mental health, or maybe it's a little more attention to our physical health in order to aid our mental health or, you know, and also like the mind body connection is so real and remembering that right now, I think is, is really important. Um, yeah, you, you brought up, you brought up sleeping in your bed for the first time longer than five Ah. nights. Check this out, man. Have you ever seen those? I don't know what kind of flower it is, but they, I think it might be an iris or a lily and they grow without soil and the roots are just like in a glass ball. Have you seen those? Um, yeah, yeah. It's like a, a, a lily, like, right? Go, yeah, I think like, it's there's a, a lot of flowers yeah. that do that, like some succulents. Or, right. Yeah. Um, but that was, that's orchids what you, can do that. like, that's a musician's life. They no, not rooted in soil, just in the jar. Everybody's looking at it and can see the roots and all the stuff and it's on display. And for the very first time in your life, you're planted. You're <laughs> fucking planted, dude. And I think that's why you're resonating with the garden so strong is because it's the first time that you have a bed and you're home. Did you see that? Oh, man, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's that you're right. It's totally um I have been always working with the fact that I'm constantly moving. So meditation practice um would be difficult because sometimes you got to wake up at five in the morning and go to the airport. And when are you supposed to meditate? I mean, I could definitely go and sit in a quiet corner of an airport somewhere and meditate. Unfortunately, I'm just not there yet with my practice. So it wasn't really an option for me Mm -hmm. at the time. I did start meditating in like the back lounge of the bus, which could be weird because sometimes like, you know, the bus turns on and starts moving or or whatever. Or like sometimes people have to get in there to get their jeans out of a drawer. I don't know. So, you know, all these obstacles to this consistency that I think is really important in, in practice, like with music, um, Indian classical musicians have known for a long time that consistent and steady practice is the best way to reach good results. So they, they, there's a word for it, riyaz, and riyaz is not just practicing every day. It's practicing at the same time every day for the same amount of time, and it's very structured, and it's in order to build up this uh, like muscle memory, but the muscle is your brain. Mm-hmm. You know? So practicing anything is not just like I'm doing it, so it's done, and I practiced it. There's always a technique behind the practice that no you know, approach is exactly the same because all of our brains are different, you know, we can, and that is really at the, I think the root of experience teaches words don't teach, you know, Mm because it's about how we're doing it. How are we actually doing this thing? And I think also it's important to recognize right now that um, they call it task positive activity, like cooking, drawing, gardening, playing an instrument, whatever, doing something with your hands that you're focused on and you are not, this is not, I should no, no. Not key, not <laughs> well, unless you're writing. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Writing totally, totally. Um, but it is, it is really good for our brain because it's essentially like refocusing us on what is actually happening. Bringing you into the moment bringing us into the moment and focusing our energy and our attention. So, you know, 
again, it's like a little hack um, that you can use, but you can also totally ignore that. And still like, I've been in practice sessions in my life where I'm just like totally going through the motions. Cause I'm like, I got to get in an hour right now or whatever. Right. And again and again, you know, you find that those are not the best times and oftentimes the most productive and the best times. And there's, there's even a quote from Yo-Yo Ma about this. He says, if you know, the times that you do not want to go and practice are the times that you should go and practice. <laughs> like when like you feel like you it. just absolutely don't want to, that's really when you should go and do it. And you know, there's off, there's a lot of different um, things like that. Like it's easy to meditate, you know, at the mouth of the cave where the temperature is perfect <laughs> and the weather is beautiful. Right. But try going into the cave, you know, and meditating there, that will be, you know, they say that would be a more beneficial <laughs> practice, but you might not be ready for that. You know, it might just be a fucking scary dark cave and you wouldn't get a <laughs> second of practice. In, yeah. You know, <laughs> totally. You, you brought up cooking. So I'm going to, I'm going to ask a, a silly question. Are you, uh-huh. Well, first question is, are you vegetarian? No. Okay. We, I'm not either. So, <laughs> but I mean, I, I, I think it's great. I was a vegetarian for moral reasons for two years. Um, okay. But I stopped because I felt really anemic all the time and your body needed something different. So what did yeah, you do with those moral like feelings? Wait, 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 wait. I was going somewhere. <laughs> hang on. Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> Sorry. He's going to lose it. You're going to lose it. So we have a routine in the house. There's five of us, five adults, and everybody has a dinner night, right? So like oh, cool. when one person oh, cooks. I wish I had that. <laughs> Tonight's my dinner night. Nice. And I I haven't had any new input. So I cook the same things over and over again. So help me <laughs> out, man. What 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 should I make for dinner? Oh no. Well, what have you been making? <laughs> What's one of your staples? <laughs> Oh man. Okay. Um, one of my staples, I guess has been like these oven, like one pan, like one sheet pan dinners, because I, I love, I can just like chop up some potatoes, chop up an onion and then put some chicken on there and throw it in the oven Mm -hmm. for 45 minutes. And maybe in the last 15 minutes, I'll put in like some asparagus or broccoli or something else to roast. So it's all super basic meat and potatoes, literally with like a green vegetable. Yeah. Um, Or I've been making, I've been making chicken fingers, like oven baked chicken fingers that are like amazing. I'll just like (laughs) chop them up and put them on a big salad. And that's been another kind of one of my staples, but that's kind of, I don't know if that's like really appropriate. No, like that's it. That, that actually worked. Adults. No. I, <laughs> well, I like the one dish thing. I mean, that, that we love doing stuff like where everything, oh, so you don't great. have like a whole bunch of side dishes, pots of everything's in one like casserole type thing. Yeah. you're And, and yeah, like everything you need, the cleanup too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, just chop up some like garlic or mince up some garlic and put it in there and some oil. And just like literally the other night I just put like, these boneless, skinless chicken thighs with potatoes and onion and like some oil and some seasonings and just like tossed it in a bowl and threw it on a pan and put it in the oven for like 45 minutes. And it was so easy. And honestly, that has been one thing. I didn't really cook that much. I liked to cook. 
but didn't have the opportunities to do it very much. And now I'm feeding myself seven days a week. Isn't so it it's rad. sort of like I'm, I'm taking advantage of these little hack things that I find, like it's just one sheet. And then, you know, I take it off and I clean the pan and it's, it's done. done, you know, don't have like a million, like every pot <laughs> pan that I had I own is out there dirty. And I'm like, all right, whatever, you know, what Aaron, but, bo- Aaron bought a Dutch oven not long ago, which we'd been talking about nice. getting free. Cause those are amazing too. You just throw everything in there and it cooks done. so good. Yeah, yeah. It, it's cool living with the people that I'm fortunate enough to be here with that. They're just like everybody loves each other and loves to cook so it's like awesome. everybody's trying to outdo each other with the you know like oh you oh, that, you made awesome. that meatloaf and, and broccoli there i'm gonna hook it up i'm breaking yeah you can't phone it in the next on. night with something yeah. i opened a can of chili have a little respect yeah. <laughs> tonight's cereal night mark man I, I just want you to know that i appreciate you brother and i love you man for real. Thanks, man. Yeah. I appreciate you. You really too. did appreciate something for me today, man. Yeah. You, I needed to hear what you said. I, I I have a problem with forward thinking. I uh <laughs> he gets stuck. I get, there. I get stuck sometimes oh, in, in, in the me in too, the bro. in the forward. And you just reminded me some good shit today. And and I'm gonna I'm gonna take it and use it. I I need to be more comfortable. I have, I've been really like, um, agitated, but like not wanting to express the agitation and like, yeah, you've been low simmer flailing around in it. Yeah. Little, like, and I'm yeah. fine. Yeah. Gritting, <laughs> gritted teeth. Like I'm good. And, uh, so thanks dude. You, I felt the pressure. Oh, I felt the pressure release today. Sweet. That makes me really happy. Yeah. It makes me feel great. I'm, Glad to hear that. You thanks, should feel thanks great. Thanks for Mark. inviting me to come talk to you guys. We got to stay in closer touch. That's all. Yeah. 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 For yeah. Sure. All right, man. Well, everybody out there, you know what to do. Like, yeah. It's cats. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's Mark. Oh, eight eight o'clock tonight, your time. Wait. It's hang, a free hang free on. set hang on, on live hang, from out there. Hang on. Live from I'm going to record there. this and put it out. I'll throw it on Instagram. Oh, cool. Instagram. Yeah, am I doing a little shot, a little uh, ad yeah. <laughs> for oh, yourself? Just this? record shout him out. doing it, and then yeah, and then post can, it. Nobody can hear it. Hang on. Um, oh right. Oh. Hang on. I'm gonna figure this out. <laughs> Here we go. Boom. Or after you hang up, follow up with nope. them on. Fi- okay. I was gonna say, there's many ways to go for it. Well, you're not seeing him. It's okay. Oh. Okay. Good. Eight o'clock tonight. West Coast time, 11 p.m. East Coast time, Circles Around the Sun, live from out there, online music festival, free set, one hour with the Mad Alchemist Liquid Light Show visuals. It's a live archival set from March 5th at the Union Stage in D.C. It's a hot show. Check it out. Woo! Yeah. (laughs) Heck yeah. Perfect. We'll get that out there, man. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, right. I hope Fine. you guys dig it. And then on Sunday, um, Ross James is Dylan and the Dead. Oh, that yeah. was actually recorded live. Um, warts and all. <laughs> First time we had <laughs> played, any of us had played any music with other human beings for like two and a half months. On the porch so at his place. On the porch. Aww. Yeah. Six six feet apart. <laughs> and um, that that's going to be at 
three o'clock your time on Sunday. Okay. Heck yeah. So, right. Yeah, awesome. brother. I love you, man. Go have a good day today. It's good to see your yeah. smiling you guys. face. Yeah. <laughs> Great to see you guys. Peace. Later, brother. <laughs> Take care. Peace.
What a cool. It's a great freeze. He's always got the best smile. He is always smiley. Just it's a it's a beautiful thing. Look what he's doing yeah. with his time, being a positive sweetheart, trying not to get in anybody's way. Let's just do this, whatever I gotta do. Do it nice. Well, like I yeah, wasn't even I, thinking of that, like the music. I hadn't thought of that yet. Like they're thinking like they're just going stir crazy not being out there. Didn't think like he's hit like this is the first time I slept in my bed for Longer than five days. Five days. He's like on a brand new journey with himself. Yeah, taking self care. Like, out there who is this smart guy? Dude, mm-hmm. uh, that. Oh, I already said it. I needed that. Mm-hmm. I needed yeah. that today. I just hearing somebody else's perspective sometimes can be the thing. And such a healthy perspective. The, the yeah. way he's going, you know, yeah. Well, I guess, yeah, you could look at it the other way, too, and be like, well, that's why you don't fucking watch the news. <laughs> <laughs> because you get shitty perspectives out there, too, you know? I, but just knowing that, like, hey, man, it's going to be okay or it's not. It's not up to you how it turns out. Be where you're at right now. Relax. Puts the pressure off of yourself. It does. Well, that, I want to look into like was talking, I, that was a new one on me. The stoic stoicism is like a religion. And they look into that. My mom turned me on to that, dude. Marcus Aurelius. Yeah. Yeah. She like about two years ago. She was like shot out of a cannon. Did you oh. read this book? Blah, blah, blah. And she sent it to me and like, yeah. So anyway, all right, guys. You know what to do with all the stuff. We'll be back next week with more stuff and things. And um, stuff and things. Be nice Fun to each other and and, and, and yourself. I think there's people who are being nice. I'm, I'm just reminding nice. them. You know, sometimes we forget to be nice to yeah. each other. I was not so nice when we were at the grocery store yesterday. You weren't. You were no, being fun I, I, I was to the being key. Funny. I just at, at it my was, work. It was just like, bothering me. Doing? All the it, it came I, in being weird. He was in the line being weird, and I was just like, "Look, man." It's a different perspective. Like, it's it was gorgeous outside. Like, it was a short line. People weren't funky. And he's like, well, what if you don't agree with this? And, and I'm like, whoa, dude, he's just working. What, what are you, the, the line police? The <laughs> like, whoa, I don't, I don't see hey, it like that. I'm a just, safety monitor. Like, yeah, we have those days. Whoa, I, whoa. It was just, it, it, it was like. It's information overload sometimes because I'm here in the house and it's like Zen house, la 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 la, rainbows and there's unicorns up in the ivy and like. But that doesn't necessarily mean that's where your attitude is. But then you you drive, (laughs) drive down the hill and it's like 1984 happened and it's like, whoa. Well, in the middle of this too, like I get that, have a bad, like the other day, had a bad day. Like everything, it's just like, back to that person's a jerk. Mm-hmm. And then yesterday we did a thing at work, like they, people are getting more expressive with their eyes now. So yesterday was like a game all day. We're all starting to like, with our <laughs> eyes, we have to wear a face mask at, you know, at work. So now you're like going like, like point your eyes other ways and like <laughs> looking weird. Like We're going to become expressive eye, with, eye, yeah, eye talkers. Well, all right, yeah. So I wonder if that'll increase our um, visual strength around our eyes, uh-huh. or will it give us more crow's feet? You know, because <laughs> somebody out there that's a scientist, do a study. Do a study. Yeah, 
and and then send the results to info at nosimpleroad.com. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Your eye study on. Just make different movements. Don't make the same ones because if you make the same ones, they'll stay that way. But That's if how you, you make, get those number 11s between your yeah, eyes. Yeah, but if you make different yeah, don't ones. Don't make that face. Just stick to that one. No, that different. face. Make that <laughs> face. We'll see you guys next week. We love you. Take care of each other. Smile at a stranger. Hug Wash your oh, hands. I keep wanting to don't say hug, hug one each other right now. Not, wait, wait till later. Do that. To do that. If you have little babies or grandchildren or a husband or a wife or a partner, or, or some hug them because we need touch right now. All right, listen to Mel, listen to Granny. But we don't, love you. don't hug strangers right now, though. Smile at tell you about the april may 2023 issue of relics magazine features a dave matthews band cover story with additional articles and interviews with the national graham nash wayne shorter alo ivan neville our friend eric krasno and stanton moore marty stewart and much more check out the latest version of relics and subscribe now at relics.com dmb thanks relics Hi, listeners. I want to tell you about a cause that I'm involved with at Heritage Radio Network. HRN is celebrating its 15th year, and to celebrate, we're deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org slash 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org slash 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you.